do. Welcome back to the Pair of Dings podcast. Yes, hello. I am monotony. <laughs> you have been all day. Yeah, it's been a slow day. Yeah. I got stuff done, but I got it done slowly. <laughs> and that felt nice. Hey, at least you got a couple things off the list. Yep. I like to, I think I've shifted my to-do list to be more of a week focus. Yeah. Like stuff I want to get done in a week. For I'll sure. write them every day, but it tends to be like I write a week's worth of content on a day and then I slowly chip away at it. And a few things get added each day, but generally the list dwindles and then I never make lists for the weekend really, unless I have oh, a big God. project planned, but God, don't really have that no. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, what a boring start to a show. I'm already yawning. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about lists. Jesus. You know what else I was yawning about? All that flipping driving that we did the other week. Yeah, I forgot we didn't have an episode for last Friday because we literally got home at 3 a.m. Friday morning. And then that's how tired we were from all that driving. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we couldn't even put anything together. Well, I mean, it would have been last minute anyways, but we were on the road. Yeah. Anywho. Where did we go again? We went to B.C., Oh, yeah. We went to my uh, brother's family's home in Kamloops for August long weekend camping. And fiesta. Food and games and pool and fun. Oh, yeah. The waffle guy. (laughs) So we. Okay. So Jake's mom got us a found us a waffle maker because Jake had had been talking Actually, I asked her to look out for a waffle maker because we were going to look out for one. But then we're like, well, I thought she would be able to find one better. <laughs> My mom has the thrifting touch. She's like, got the You skills. tell her what you need yeah. and she will go out and find it at a thrift shop. Brand new or dang near brand new for like a third or a quarter of the price you would ever pay brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, but before that. Jake had been talking about waffles a lot. And then Eileen gets the waffle maker and we used it a couple times and he's like, let's bring it camping. And now this is camping in somebody's yard, but it's like a, like a farm. So it's oh, there's a lot of space. Um, but we just have like the barbecues outside and that's how we eat. And Jake's telling everybody the night before um, that he's making waffles in the morning and be prepared. And then 10 o'clock rolls around when we wake up in the morning. Everybody's had breakfast. Some people have left already. And then the, la- the last of the people that were there, everybody was asking, where are the waffles, man? Waffle man. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know what? I made them. Yes. Because the thing I was not telling people was what <laughs> time in the morning I was going to make them. Very true. And I don't hang out with a lot of people who have little kids, so I forget that they can't really sleep in. Yeah, and they leave early. Yeah, and then they left, so that's on them. They just left. Yeah. So some of us got some waffles, and that was good. And they were great. Yeah. There was whipped cream there, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we put some blueberries in some, and we had brought the syrup as well. <laughs> put some butter out there. It was great. Yeah. Oh, do we got to use the farm fresh eggs because they yes. have their own chickens. So we had like the freshest eggs in the waffles. I put eggs in my waffles. 
Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't is, know. That, is that <laughs> not normal? I don't know. I don't know either. I know on some of the box mixes. Oh, and I made the mix myself too. <laughs> I made mix. the mix Yeah, these myself. are like from scratch. I even made the buttermilk. <laughs> I'm pretty proud that's of the whole setup true. actually. I think that's why oh, I'm mostly yeah. proud of it because I, I, I like put it all together. And you brought your own waffle maker. And I brought the waffle so maker. So this is going to be a yearly thing for sure. But I'm definitely going to have to triple the recipe or quadruple it next and time if if I'm getting up early enough to feed you'll everybody. Have, you'll have to like pre-cook or something. Maybe. Because the thing about that with camping and people with kids, they'll eat anything. Yeah. The other way I could do it is I could offer some people pancakes. Like I could have the waffle maker going, but then they have that nice flat top griddle where I could do yeah. like six pancakes at a time. So yeah, that's actually you'll be great, like, hey, if you great want idea. a waffle, have you like you gotta wait. But want a waffle? if you want a pancake, here you go. Here pancake. It is. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I just like making things fresh. Yes. So I don't want to pre cook. We had like um, a lawn tournament of games. Yeah, what was there? Beer pong and. Beer pong. Yards. No, not yards. Beersby. Beersby. That's what it was. Uh, horseshoes. Suey. What was the Beersby? Explain that because I think that was my first time seeing it. Okay. So Beersby was, um, you have like a wooden stake in the ground, uh, about how high do you think that about four feet, five feet, Yeah, five feet, five feet tall on either side. And you have teams um one team on one side um the other on the other side and then on top of those stakes there's a i don't know like a what is that like a two by two piece of yeah it's like a little platform. Or like a one by one little platform piece of wood on top and then you you're supposed to put a um a beer on top or a can of some kind of alcoholic beverage and um you have a frisbee to throw and the way you get points is you're trying to knock the can off of the off the stake, and um, that counts for three points if it hits the ground. The other team's allowed to try to catch it. Um, you can't go past the stake. Um, so if you were going to go catch the can, you can't reach your arm past it. Hmm. And then um, you get one point if you hit hit the the stake and the can falls down and hits the ground. So you're just Going for points. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like fun. I don't think I got to play that one. Oh, yeah. It was freaking hard. But then I, I I can catch him. And then I did actually knock him down. A, well, once the can and I hit the pole once. But it was hard. Yeah. We got we to gotta get out there and play some Frisbee again. <laughs> I know. The Frisbee is a, it's a tough one. Hard to control. Yes. We'll practice. We'll be ready for next year. We yeah. can make our own type kind of thing. Yeah, we could. I think we have all the wood. I love yard games. They're so fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was a great time, but it got dark, so we couldn't finish them. So we'll have to start earlier next time. Um, yeah, it was Wasn't really nice. was cornhole, too? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I think there was a couple other games I can't really remember, but. Yeah, cornhole is one of my favorite yard games. Yeah, I didn't get to, we didn't get to play that at all. It's so fun. But anyways, nice to catch up with people. Mm-hmm. It was nice to be in the Kamloops so hot. It was so hot and like humid. 
Yeah, uh, and they had the fire blazing just on the other side of the hill. Yeah, so it was smoky at some point. But um, overall, great. So we were there. We got there Thursday evening. It's about a seven-hour drive. Uh, we went right after I was done my work. And then um, we left Monday, and we went to Kelowna. Yeah. I think that was my first time in Kelowna, too. What did you think about Kelowna? It was hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we didn't go straight through Kelowna either. We took um, like the Glenmore around to avoid all the traffic. So you're not missing anything at all. It kind of had this weird, like not weird. Um, it was like a Florida Vegas vibe to me. That's funny. Like mash those two up. <laughs> I think it was just because there was all those fancy boats around the lake and the whole marina area that felt very Florida. Yeah. It's and like especially the kind of people who were hanging around there. Yeah. Very spray tan, <laughs> white polos. It's the Okanagan. It's the, yeah, I know. It's, I never it's spent hot much time there. there though. Yeah, it's hot. You get tanned. Yeah. And there are lakes everywhere, so everybody has a boat. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as pretentious. It was reminding me though of the the whole time we're walking around. I couldn't stop thinking about that meme. That was coming out at the beginning of COVID when everyone was, uh, or, or at least a bunch of people around Vancouver were sharing it. It was a picture of some really like plastic surgeryed out girl and it said the Kelowna virus. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I never seen that. Nope. I need to see that. The Kelowna virus. Yeah. That's hilarious. I need to see what that is. But, oh, yeah, I just I search it. I think if you just type that into Google, it'll come up with the thing. <laughs> and I think, yeah, walking around, the, at least walking around the lake there, I immediately understood. Like, <laughs> oh, totally. Because everybody had that kind of, oh, man. It's the same kind of the thing I feel in L.A. too. When you're looking around at everyone, I'm like, you've had yeah. work done. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe not much. Or like, you, you've had sun damage. <laughs> yeah, that too. Especially the old guys. <laughs> Although I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of jealous. I like that. Like when they got that old, like the old dudes who are just all leathery and out oh there and they God. just like spend all day out in the sun and they're just so chill. You could get like that if you just went outside. I know. Stayed out there. Yeah. <laughs> One day. I bet they all started like me. Well, you know what? They're all, they they're all roofers and they, uh, and build stuff. They're outside all the time. That's why they're like that. Mm -hmm. That's those people. I got to call Chev. Get me on some roofs. He's not outside. I got to get leathered. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Yeah, not that bad, but yeah. I do think it's, um, I don't know. There's something about their demeanor. They always seem really chill and they get to spend all this time outside and they're like by water. I know. It's nice to be by water. Yeah. I miss that. It seems like a cool retirement idea. I don't want to go back to Kelowna. Yeah, no, I don't want to be I've never liked Kelowna. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have to be there. I just... Oh, yes. I just, oh, I see. I just like the look. Yeah, yeah. So we went to go visit my friend Nicole. And uh, we so we went to the beach, hung out there for a bit. That was nice. Um, we didn't really go in. The sand was really hot even. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, you couldn't even stand on it with your bare feet for too long. <laughs> um, and then we went out for dinner. And then we went back and hung out at her place for a bit while we waited to go Karaoke. Karaoke. That was so much fun. At O'Flanagan's? O'Flanagan's. And o you know Flanagan's. what? 
everybody, pretty much everybody, I won't say everybody, but because there was only like maybe a handful of people that couldn't sing, but majority of people that went up could sing. They were really good. Yeah. They scared me. And a lot of people went up, like a lot of different people. And then it started to double up and I'm like, hey, it's boring now. Let's move on. But you went up. I did, but I had to slam a bunch of drinks in order to get the courage to go up because I love karaoke. I wanted a karaoke. Neither of you would come up with me. So it was up to me to just face my fear. Yeah. And so what you got to do, the 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 thing you got to do. Chantel's secret for karaokeing in public. Yeah. You got to pick a crowd-pleasing song. Ooh. Like something that everybody likes. So I sang Hooked on a Feeling. Hooga shaka, hooga, hooga, hooga shaka. Exactly. And it was helpful that you, well, the first thing I said when I got on the mic was, I'm nervous. <laughs> I just had <laughs> I to. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I said, I'm so nervous. I That's just had funny. to get it out. Yeah. Um, and then um, and then I couldn't hear myself at all. So I don't know what it sounded like. But then you and Nicole jumped up and that was helpful. Um, and we then brought a, the crowd energy And then a bunch of it. people got up and I yeah. kind of blacked part of that out because I was still like freaking out. <laughs> but it's so fucking loud. You couldn't hear anything. They were really loud. And they sat us right next to the speaker up front. Yeah. I well, even on the, on the stage too. Like I couldn't hear oh. anything. Yeah, I believe it. So, but it was fun. It was. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we went out and did that. Yeah. So we got to hear a lot of good good people. Yeah. There's this and one. even the not so good ones, like, I feel like it was a great karaoke crowd because they brought the energy to support them anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody no one was ever was, booed off no, or, like, there was no negativity. Was awesome. Yeah, everybody it was like, even was if they so couldn't pumped. sing it, the crowd just jumped in and they're like, we're going to sing along with you. And, yeah. And go for that, it. That was definitely a good space. And there was space, the one guy space. who did all the Led Zeppelin stuff and yeah. he had the voice for it. And I don't, maybe he just had too many drinks or something because he was struggling with the rhythm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was kind of funny. But he had the great voice to do it. Like yeah. when he would belt those high notes out and stuff, you're like, damn, dude, like you got this. Well, then also that chick who was um, singing the heart songs like Barracuda. Yeah. And uh, that other one. But oh my fuck, she was. It sounded she like was, heart was she in was there probably, singing Barracuda. Yeah, she was probably in a band. She's. I wonder if the DJ, because it's like a, um, there was a DJ who puts the whole yeah. thing on and, and handles it all for the club. And so I wonder if he ever has some like good singing friends and he plants them in the audience oh, and he's like, hey, if you come out tonight, I'll buy you some drinks and <laughs> you have to sing a song or two. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but anywho. It'd be so, smart if he did. Yeah. Because it was a good move. <laughs> Got us going. So we were just, but you know, it was also very helpful to have those other people that didn't sound as good. So it took a long time to get down to those, at least one person. Mm -hmm. So, uh, cause I, I wasn't going to go up if I didn't have at least a couple of fucking people up there that couldn't sing yeah, or whatever. It wasn't <laughs> as good cause everybody was really killing it. Um, so we just spent one night there in Kelowna and then we headed where, where did we go? We went to Victoria. From Kelowna. And holy cripes, is that a trek? It's like a four and a half hour drive, but it took longer because we got stuck in Abbotsford. Yeah, but it just felt so long, especially after you've oh, yeah. driven from Calgary to Kamloops, Kamloops to Kelowna, and now you're like, let's go to Victoria. This was poor planning on our part. We thought it would make sense. It does on paper. 
But then you do it and you're like, this makes no sense. No. <laughs> well, I mean, it, Kelowna was definitely a detour because we were closer already at Kamloops. And like, we had plans to try to see people and then we just kind of swapped those plans around a little. We just like fucked up all of our plans. There was <laughs> just not enough time because we didn't really calculate how draining it is to drive that long yeah too. we didn't want to see anybody after seeing so many people too and then trying to anticipate all the traffic and the ferry lineups and things because it's just been chaos during summer and construction and they've and been down, down a boat yeah. so it's like you just Hands didn't down. even know what's going to happen so you felt like well we better not mess around too much like let's just get down to the ferry but yeah so it had been a year since I had been in the Lower Mainland. Last time I was there was last August when we went for your Mama and Papa's anniversary party. Yeah. And even then, we didn't go far. Like, we were just in no, Langley. We Yeah, that we stayed there the whole time. Well, we, we stopped in Kamloops. Kamloops is like the, our halfway point um, to break up our trip. Yeah, but that's not the Lower Mainland. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just saying. We didn't drive all the way there. Yeah, but I'm I, I'm getting to the point of... The oh, okay. energy down there. Because oh, the minute okay. we started getting to like, um, like entering into Chilliwack pretty much. Um, as soon as the rain hit near Hope, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, that felt okay. I was like, that's fine. There's a little rain. But like the energy of the people, the pace of the traffic and everything, like all of that. Um, Sorry, I'm thinking of Matthew McConaughey right now in Wolf of Wall Street when he's like, you know, above the shoulders, mustard shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming to mind. But um, uh, yeah, just like the tension, the anxiety, the stress, like this weird energy just seemed to be abounding. Mm -hmm. The people are flying around all rude and passive aggressive and aggressive and the traffic begins to just suck. There's something in the air down there. And it I don't know, this time it was more apparent than ever. Yeah. Like I know we talked about this in our um like why we moved podcasts, but it felt really dramatic to sort of slam back into it. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. this feels gross here. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to rant about that. Oh, no, that's good. I was just going to say, like, it was the same as, like, uh, when I went to the island, like, straight to the island in June. Mm -hmm. Feeling weird there. But, yeah, as soon as we were rolling up, it just felt like we just started swearing all the time. Mm -hmm. It it was, yeah, it didn't feel good. No good vibes. No, not at all. Um, So super glad to be out of there. But thankfully, we made the ferry. We had a reservation, we actually, and we got on the earlier one. Yeah, we had a reservation for six. We got on the four o'clock. Yeah, because we again just weren't, we didn't know what was going to be happening. They weren't very good about updating the ferry schedules. But anyhow, we got on last last car, very last car. That was awesome. They put the little chalk block under our tire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was good because then we got to spend a little bit more time over on the other side, you know, hanging out with mom and dad Mm -hmm. and the kitties. Oh, yeah. They have kitties. Kittens. They're so, yeah, they are, oh my God, what's the size of your hand? Yeah, if if even. At least one of them is about the size of your hand. The other one maybe a little bit bigger. They're so tidy. 
Especially compared to our cats. Yeah. And then we get home and we have these like fat ass cats. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't, now I feel like there's something wrong with our cats. (laughs) No, they're doing great. They're fine. (laughs) Yeah. So we spent some days out on the island and then, oh, yeah, what did we do? We went thrifting. Yes. I was going to say, we didn't really do anything. Um, when we were there, we, we relaxed most of the time, but we did go to some thrift stores. Yeah. And the bookstores because I, there's was a, oh, the haunted bookshop. I love that little place. Yeah. It's got a lot of really vintage. Books. Old books. Yeah. And like, like some of them really are organized, but many of them are just piled in stacks. It's a disaster. It's, it's, it's give, gives you anxiety. Some I people anxiety gives me anxiety. I, I can't it. find what I'm looking for. I just get like, cross-eyed <laughs> <laughs> it's decently organized um <laughs> so what books did i get there i got oh there which ones did you get there yeah i got one that was it was some leo tolstoy i was going for some classic literature that i hadn't read was mostly what i was looking for um and especially controversial controversial books I like that. If you ban a book, nothing makes me want to read it more than banning it. (laughs) So I'm like, what is so bad about a book? Everyone always tells you to read books, educate yourself, learn stuff. And then they're like, whoa, 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 but don't read this book. I'm like, why? What's in it? Yeah, because you were looking for The Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, that was the main one that started it. couldn't find it there. Yeah, he didn't have a used copy. I've wanted that because ever since finding my, I've got this old um, edition of, uh, what is it? The Old Man and the Sea, Old Hemingway. It was the um, it was a run that they did of like a, it was like a second print that they ever did of it or something. And it was a thousand run or something that they did for this book club back in the day. And I found that on the island too. So there's something about the island and finding classic books. It's all the old people are there. Oh, there's also I love a it. castle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I was hoping that I would find this like dirty old like fifth print of (laughs) (laughs) the catcher in the rye. Uh, Cause I hadn't read it either. And I wanted to read it because again, it was banned. It's bad. You shouldn't read it. You can't read that in school. And you've already finished it. Well, well, we found it at the new bookstore. You've already finished it. I picked it up. I'm about 10 chapters and maybe a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll talk, maybe we'll talk about it next time. I'll have to start writing notes then. We'll have to do a book cast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because so far i'm like why would i mean actually if it was banned when it first came out in 1945 or 46 or something yeah. i guess i can understand because nothing was acceptable and just the way that it's written and some of the things that are in in there mm-hmm. totally but to this day it's so minor it's like so far it's nothing i don't know yet if it gets what happens next I don't know about that part, but I can see where, like, as an adult reading it, yeah, it's it's not a bad book or, like, something that you should ban. Um, but I do see it from a, uh, like, a school literature perspective where parents today would still be upset if some teacher made their kid read that book in school today. Oh, it was that. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it caused a lot of controversy when it came out, similar to how we touched on that with Harry Potter, right? How all these people 
are like, that's witchcraft. It's terrible. You can't talk about that. Thank God. Yeah, you know, it's that same thing. Anything you put out is guaranteed to upset somebody. But like I say, it makes me want to read it more. So anyhow, I got The Catcher in the Rye. That was actually a new one. But the Tolstoy book, um, what was the other one? Ledusa, which was a modern book. It's about this Sicilian prince who's going to die and he contemplates what his life meant or something. <laughs> a lot of them deal with death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I've noticed. That is how I picked them up. A lot of Tolstoy's stories were also with death. And then um, what's the other one I got? The Myth of Sisyphus from Albert Camus. And that, again, is another long essay where he grapples with the, um, what I call it, maybe the morality of suicide. You had to put it's that really one heavy. down. Yeah, <laughs> what, well, it was, that... yeah, it was very, um, what would I call it? What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, academic. Yeah, the minute I picked it up, I'm like, oh, this is very academic. And I was not in the uh, energy and headspace to, like, go into academic literature. Right. But it's also not very long. And I heard it quoted by people, people that I respect and listen to. Lex Friedman likes to quote Camus a lot on his podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just felt like I should read it because he's quoted a lot. I'll read it after you. I see quotes of his on Instagram and stuff, and I don't really know much about him aside that he was French and wrote a lot and was in philosophy. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong on any of that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm fascinated by it. Fascinated by philosophy mm-hmm. right now. There's a lot of life and death philosophy I'm fascinated with right now. Yeah, why? Uh, well, because I just got discharged from the cancer center. Okay, tell, and, just tell the people. Yeah. Well, it's taken a while to wrap my mind around all that. So, yeah, yeah, because we we did touch on that. But, um, yeah, it's just fascinating how when you go through an experience like that, it it really makes you question a lot of what you believe and why we're here or why you're here as an individual and what any of this means. And, um, I found it was helpful for me to just look around and see what other people said and then reflect on that myself in my own life and, and see if there was anything to um, apply to my experiences that would help me understand more of why I chose to stay and what I'm going to put my my heart and focus and energy into going mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. So. This is a good time. Mm-hmm. Lots of changes happening. Yeah. And I feel grateful that I was able to experience a lot of that so young. Yeah, yeah. Like Definitely. I get that so early in life. It feels like such a great blessing. And it's weird to say that even as it was, like, as I was diagnosed, I had that same sensation of, wow, this is great that I get to do this so young, like face something so big and potentially catastrophic at such a young age. So I'm like, man, if I ever have to face anything like that in the future, like, you're already mentally prepared for it. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, you, you take it more serious, um... Like you, you, you spend your healthy times planning a bit more to weather those times because you know they can come up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people don't plan for those experiences or they think I'll deal with that when it happens and then all of a sudden it's happening and they're not prepared and it adds an extra layer of stress that isn't actually necessary. So, yeah. 
But I don't know. Like we never know what tomorrow brings. So anyhow, <laughs> we left the island with a bunch of literature, a bunch of great stuff. Ooh, hey, we got Tools. to see Candace and Dave too. Yes, we got to see Candace and Dave. My BFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
remember that at night they're super close to home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember at night that they are closing Highway One because we get like five minutes, ten minutes outside of Golden, and you're looking at the phone, and suddenly the Google says it's going to take another hour on top of the two hours or whatever from golden i like to check the maps every once in a while just to see like how much longer how how close are we what's coming up next and And the car burst into a rage of wtfs oh yeah i was livid (laughs) i was livid because it was like two o'clock or no it was like one o'clock yeah it was like 1 a.m and i'm like yes we're almost home so close next thing you know what I was? Are you fucking serious? It's like four and a half hours still. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it was more like midnight. Yeah, but, something like that. Because we ended up getting in at three a.m. because we had to. Excuse me. We had to drive like an hour south and then cut back north down through Radium because the highway one was closed at night. It was horrible and. And the roads were so closed. busy. They were. It was crazy. There were so many semis and, and people other are flying. people. Yeah, those semis are flying. It was scary. Yeah, the ones going the opposite way are flying, but the ones that we were behind were putzing. Yeah. And then I was sketched out because I'm trying to pass them in like the black of night. I know. And you're hoping it's a straightaway and that your passing lane is going to go because you can't really see that far ahead. So you just kind of like white knuckle it. Oh, and you got to hope like a deer doesn't yeah. fly out or a coyote like, yeah, or a coyote, flipping bear or whatever. It's summertime. All the critters are out. So. Yeah. It was a bit scary. I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> yeah. I don't recommend it. <laughs> but you know what? Go during the daytime while the highway one's open. It was really awesome getting home three days early before, like before I have to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Rest, recover. You know, buy groceries. Yeah. Just be back Do at home. Nothing. It was so much moving around. I think that's what I also found was disruptive and added to my lack of um, feeling rested. Do you want to know what's funny? Do you hmm. remember when we wanted to buy a, a van to live in? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that would be tough? No, because that's then you're home. Like, yeah. You're always set up. Like, you're always <laughs> home. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's just the thing of like going into someone's house. You have your, we're sharing a suitcase. You only have a few <laughs> things. We're like constantly refilling the cooler with ice and then it's yeah, leaking all so over because it's falling apart. And, yeah. It was just like that chaos of being on the road. You know, like you're not really settling in anywhere. You're just kind of stopping in, doing a few things, running around and. It was definitely hard only spending one or two nights at places like yeah. if we if we had planned to stay longer at certain places. I don't know. I, I, I'm the only reason I really wanted to go to the Vancouver was to see my mare and prepare and then the island to see the rest of them. Mom, mom, dad, Candace, Dave. Um, but I could have probably just stayed in Kamloops and been happy as a clam because it was so hot. Mm-hmm. And you could get cool, yeah. And you didn't have to do anything. Or and there's not drive. all that gross energy of the yeah. lower mainland. Yeah, because the lower mainland and the island also was shit weather, cold. So it was really dumb. 
<laughs> but it was nice to see everybody. Yeah. I don't want to shit on that. Yeah. But definitely going forward, should just fly into Victoria. Yeah. But we can still drive. Camless isn't too bad to get to. That seven no. hour drive isn't that bad. No. It can kind of whiz by in a couple of podcasts. Well, yeah. And we we went, we left at like two o'clock or something. Mm-hmm. Got there for eight o'clock BC time. Yeah. So. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Is there still light out? And put put up a tent or whatever. My favorite thing is that it takes like four turns to get there, even though it's seven <laughs> hours. <laughs> I know. It's like go down Center Street, take a right on 16, drive for seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Nice and easy. Yeah. It's so funny. That always makes me laugh. Yeah, so anyhow. that's what we're doing. And now we're just uh getting back in to life and playing video games yeah and a big thank you to our friends brad and britta for looking after honey and luna and keeping them so well fed and loved and played with and yes and watering my cactus yeah (laughs) we really appreciate that always yeah because we worry about them while we're gone well after you know what i started not because when you're when you're it's so silly when your um, parents came over and um, they were gone for a week and their cats were fine. Somebody was coming in every day and I was like, why are we stressing so much about our cats? They're fucking cats. It's fine. And then I thought, well, I finally am over it now when we're out. We have trusted people that come in every day, twice a day, check on the cats, give them all that they need, and then they leave. And I'm like, that's great. Good. Awesome. Okay, maybe I just missed them, okay? Yeah, but we had other kitties to play with, so it also helped. <laughs> That's true. That was nice. Yes, it was very nice. They're so small. <laughs> I can't even get... I can't. Yeah. And on that note, that sounds like a good place to wrap it up. Very much is so. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. So we'll tell you about all the new stuff that we had going on and planning and implementing... God, that's a dumb word. Implementing. (laughs) We got some new shit that we're trying. We'll tell you about it next time. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Ciao. Bye.